Welcome to the Bourbon Library, hosted by the Bayless Brothers. A spirited conversation always served neat as barrel proof of our family bond. Grab a glass. The episode starts now. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Library. I'm Alec Bayless, and I'll be your host for this episode. This round, we're back in with the boys and drinking JTS Brown, really a best-kept secret of Kentucky bourbon. Since I live in New York, I was not able to find a bottle, but I'll be drinking another Heaven Hill product around the same price. Lastly, we recorded this episode back in February of this year, so you'll hear us discussing the private barrel law changes. I think it's still relevant and an interesting conversation. Okay, let's get sipping. We're breaking in with uh, some 80 proof JTS Brown. Okay. Then we go to the uh, 100 proof. Yeah, Just nice palette. Where did you get right? both of these? So before I have my Heaven Hill seven year, I found something else at the grocery store that I thought would maybe be equivalent to the 80 proof JTS Brown. Yeah. Uh, Heaven Hill Quality House. Yes. Mm. <laughs> $13 bottle of whiskey. Yes. Wow. 80 proof, charcoal filtered, and there's no age statement on it, so I imagine it's at least four years. Yes, you are um, correct, sir. I, think I would say that that's a good equivalent to the JTS Brown, or if you got a J, what is it, a GW Gantz or JW Gantz? Dance, yeah. I, I would think that would be an equivalent, because I think Heaven Hill makes that as well, don't they? Or no? Uh, some somebody bought the label. I think it might be Heaven Hill. Well, that's what's interesting about the JTS Brown is like they're recently acquired by Heaven Hill. You know, recently in the all the all of time, but <clears throat> Brown is the name from Brown Foreman. Yes. Yeah. So it's like the the bottle. It's named JTS Brown after the grandfather that's of senior JTS Brown Senior and J who's in the middle of the bottle. And then on the sides are his son and his half son or some, or his, both of his sons, mm-hmm. one of their half brothers. Shoot this back. Yeah. So it's like George and <laughs> John. This. Yeah. yeah. This is good for shots. Yeah. If you're ever going to take a shot of bourbon. Well, this is- so oh. here's the thing. How, how, um, how much did, how much did you say you paid for that? This? What? Yeah. $13. Oh. Okay. With tax, I paid just over $10 for my JTS Brown bottled in bond. And the, the old gentlemen in Kentucky are going to hate us for, for broadcasting this. Yeah. But probably for the price under $10, because that was with tax, right? Under $10, the best, best bourbon I ever tasted. <laughs> well, for under ten dollars, right? That's right. Right. It's got a. It has a good nose on it. Like it smells like bourbon, right? Yeah. It's got all the 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 just the like regular the regular notes, right? Tastes like bourbon, but the proof at a hundred proof bottle and bond, ten bucks. Yeah. Much. To, to me, that's crazy. Just just for what us to go into it to make it a bottled in bond, right? Like mm-hmm. it has to all, make sure it's all from the same distilling season, you know, all that stuff. Just keeping track of it to me would make it more than a $10 bottle. Like I don't even care if it tastes good at that point. 
Yeah, I think they can do it because well, it's Kevin Hill. Four years for Bowen Brown, right? Yeah. Take a bet. I said, do you think it's possible because it's Heaven Hill? Like on a small scale, you can't really do that. Oh, yeah. But I think that's kind of what, what we were talking about, you know, the other night is the same thing. When you're a smaller operator, you have to charge more money. Otherwise, you can't make it. Whereas like a Heaven Hill can afford to do it. Heaven Hill's like, we don't even care if we take this at a loss. Well, here's the thing, too, though. They have an economy of scale. Craig will agree with that. They have an economy of scale and they're making so much juice, right? That this juice that they're putting out as JTS Brown probably uses a certain okay. yeast strain and it has a certain characteristic that they don't use in anything else, right? In the whatever, the Evan Williams or, you know, whatever it is, but they, they put it in this label and you guys would be happy to go to the bottle and bond after tasting that. The, uh, yeah, the 80 proof was like water to me. It, it was like literally bourbon water. <clears throat> but yeah. it had some good notes to it. I mean, like, there, was, there was something there. It was, it was smooth. smooth. Well, the, yeah, the, like the 100 proof, you smell it out of the bottle. It smells like, you, you know, oh, this is bourbon. Oh, this is, you know, and it's, it's exactly what it says. It's straight Kentucky bourbon. It's, it, it's bottle and bond. It's four years old. Yeah, I'm just getting some, uh, especially this charcoal mellowed or charcoal Ooh. filtered. I'm getting a little bit of that, like, I get like brown sugar and then uh, mm-hmm. it's a little bit, it almost smells like Jack, but then I taste it and it's, it, I, it tastes like water. It tastes a little funky. Everything after that. Tastes really light. And, but not like alcohol y, just like kind of weird. Yeah, we've had stuff like that that just it's it doesn't linger on the palate. It washes away quick. Almost not, you know, almost nothing on the palate. Give yeah. a little dill, but I always do. So all of these are a low rye. Um, all, what we're all drinking comes out of that Heaven Hill. It's a low rye mash bill bourbon, ten percent rye, seventy eight corn. What's so, the twelve percent barley? Tim, what's the mash bill for the Heaven Hill bottled and bond that Alec held up a minute ago? Same thing. They're all the same mash bill, huh? Yep. Oh, there you go, right? That Heaven Hill bottled and bond is really good. Same mash bill, same distiller. It's just, again, right, which barrels go into the the fancier one and which bottles end up costing 12 bucks. This is seven years. Yeah, and that's a seven-year, Craig. Oh, well, have, sure, sure. Yeah. Right. So the, the barrel that you taste and has that flavor that's going to taste good and after seven years, you leave in the well, barrel. Craig's all heaven, right? Yeah, it's going to taste better. Right, but the ones that don't, you put in the JTS Brown bottle. It's going to have, this, this tastes like bourbon, you know it's bourbon. Beautiful color. It's going to taste more of the chocolate and nutty notes because I, I, can, I can start to taste them already. Get some cherry vanilla. It, Are you in the it, bottle and bond? Tom? Yeah. If you were to put this in a glass and say it's Elijah Craig, I wouldn't think you're lying. You know what I mean? It's it's the the, the same flavor profiles are all there. Same same um, family. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad at all. Mine's so good, I'm gonna put it back in the bottle so we can have it later. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sorry you about that, that, buddy. Have the old bottled and bond, Alex? I think you also. Oh, I've had it before, and I, I it's really delicious. Yeah, because that would be similar taste profile. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just wanted to see the $13 bottle versus the $50 bottle. Yeah. 
and just see yeah, like and taste the difference. Elijah Craig's the more aged. Is the is the Evan Williams bottle and bond a fifty dollar bottle in New York? Evan Williams? Yeah. No. It's twenty three or something. Okay. This is the Heaven Hill bottle. Did you say Evan? Oh, Williams? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna open that. This is fifty. This is fifty. I want to know the difference between like it's all Heaven Hill and that's Quality House, which is hilarious. Gotcha. I feel like the cheaper something is, the more fancy words you use. Uh huh. You have to like, and then if it's like expensive, you just like you don't you kind of leave it. Triple yeah. diamonds, platinum. Yeah, it looks it like looks beautiful. Like yeah, 100%. the color looks really really beautiful through the camera. Yeah, I mean you can see in the uh, you might not be able to see there, but yeah, it kind of looks all brown. Ooh, but, uh, it looks definitely like richer in color, darker brown, more like ambery. It just smells like deeper. Yeah. The difference between the JTS Brown 80 proof and the, the, the bottle proof tastes like water to me. Um, the 100, it's pretty pretty solid. It's good, especially for the price point. It's spectacular. better than a lot point. of bourbons I've had at that price point. It's kind of oh, a nice yeah. surprise like the uh, benchmark full proof was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you guys think about this potential laws changing the private barrel selecting? Um, that was an interesting article, and I would like it. it, it it's uh, it makes it easy for a group like us to be able to do something like that. I like that part of it. Okay, so it does because it's kind of right now. It's kind of in the gray area, right? Right. That you still have to have. I think they still have to have distribution with the state, right? With that that state, but yeah, yeah, I don't know how it works. And I mean, in my opinion, the government should stay out of it. But you know, well, it allows you to go to make the purchase instead of having to to have understanding is to and to simplify and not uh, not having to get a license right to to buy from the uh, distributorship right in that. It's you're a private uh, party, and instead of going through the distributorship, you can get it directly from the distillery. They can sell it out, much like a brewery can sell beer right out of the brewery, right? Or a winery can sell wine right out of the winery, but it allows them a broader distribution of of self distribution. Yeah, I forget who we were talking to, but it's like he was saying uh, it was one of the distillers, and they were talking about like everything that goes wine, beer, whiskey, right? And then, and, and then it allows us, the consumer as a group, right, to have access. Yeah, now, no, I, I, I like it. And, and I like my it. belief is that that access is still limited, right? Like they, they can only do so much like that, right? That's so expensive. If, yeah, if, I think- you're a, if you're a Buffalo Trace and your group is looking to say, do maybe they they offer a special Blanton's bottle or barrel, right? Or which they probably wouldn't or Eagle Rare or something like that, you may be waiting a long time to get that. Yeah. But isn't the whole idea, and I, I apologize, I didn't read the article you sent, but I read about it. Isn't the whole idea that it's actually, there's people trying to make it harder? I, I thought that there was well, a law that was going in. He's trying to say, no, 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 let's not make this worse. Let's make this even easier. Right. That representative. Right. Because right, I mean, right now, you still have to go through a... 
a license, like in the state of Michigan, like we could, we could do a barrel pick the group of us. We just have to get a liquor store or a license holder to officially purchase those bottles. I see that. So, right. But the industry wants to, to make it so you don't have to do that. Right. But at that point, you might as well get rid of the whole, I mean, to me, the, the, if you look at the way that they, that the United States government monitors liquor is so different than any other, like beer and wine is still controlled, but it's controlled in a very different way. And liquor, the, the to me, the, the system for liquor is so outdated, it's stupid. I mean, there, there's no reason. Beer system, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah, I, I, it almost should be like they should elect committee members, you know, like the like the liquor commission or whatever. It should, and it should be much less government regulated, in my opinion, because people are going to drink alcohol. And people want to drink alcohol. And we, the people, say it should be legal and we want to do it. So fuck you, government. You should have get your dirty paws out of it and let us regulate it. Well, like, that's part of the democracy if we vote for that, right? We, but we, we don't really get to control that vote, really. I mean, if you think about it, everyone likes to drink. So then why is there so much control over it? Well, you know where I want government control? I want government control and price regulation so that, you know, the, the knucklehead up the street doesn't charge three hundred ninety nine dollars for a forty four dollar bottle. Right, right. that's why you, you you elect committee members in the industry that T Lee, right, or something like that. So right. I want that kind of regulation. Yeah, but we don't need the federal government to do that. You just need uh, a third party committee that has vested interest in it being fair to make decisions on alcohol. But see, that's kind of anti. That's that's kind of anti. Uh, you know, capitalism. Isn't the committee right? just gonna yeah. abuse the power like any other group of people? Well, but that's just it. But I see, think there has to be a balance, right? But it's like they already abuse the power. But here's the issue: the company that makes the product is only getting, even if you take secondary out of it, is only getting roughly seventy percent of the actual revenue from that sale. Yeah, no, 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 that's always going to be the case. That's that doesn't need to be regulated. MSRP they establish that right, Kyle, for for a purpose. They say, hey, this is we're letting the public know that we suggest this price because this is the cost plus a healthy markup, right, for the retailers, yeah. right? Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I I get a little. I don't know if there's any way to actually regulate. Yeah, I don't know it's fair. I don't know the solution. I just don't like the government having any control over something where everyone actually wants it. Like marijuana. It's like, well, that's their, their, they were classifying it in the same class as cocaine forever. It was a class three drug. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. Well, that's they a whole that because they didn't know how to to make money off of it at the time. So they just avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. Eventually, you know, through the through democracy, we said, no, 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 no. We want we want this to be legal and it's not dangerous. And it actually has all these medical health benefits, too. So you guys need to start really looking into it. And now it's becoming more and more and more and more legal. So. I guess democracy worked in that case, but it took a long time. Uh, my, my issue going back to the, the liquor thing is that 
it, if so, I again, I used to manage and control a liquor license and buy beer, wine, and liquor, right? Right. The, the act of purchasing beer and wine is so straightforward and simple. It's like ordering, it, it's the same thing as ordering hamburger from your Cisco or Gordon Food Service guy, right? It's that easy. And those distributors still make good money on that product. The breweries or wineries still make good money on that product. They just use the distributor who takes a cut to distribute that product because they don't want to deal with physically delivering it, all the stuff that a distributor does. The difference between that and liquor is that essentially the federal government takes that product, distributes, distributes it to the state governments. The state governments then have contracts with distributors that tell that then they pay the government for those contracts. So they take a much bigger cut and then they're the ones that, that distribute that product out. So that there's a there's basically an extra middleman, and there's ex, there's an extra level of regulation in liquor. That to me is what needs to go away. There's there's no reason for it. We already distribute. I mean, they, they yeah. can go up to up to thirty proof without going without being called liquor. So like, I mean, really, if you think about it, the difference between something that's thirty proof and something that's hundred proof. It probably should start at the state level, not at the federal level. But why does it even have to start at any level? They still get their taxes on it. I just yeah. don't understand why there's that so low level of control. Like to me, there's there's not a huge difference. There's not that control on beer and wine. So why is there that control on liquor? Like I can drink three. If let's use the underage drinking rule because that's what they use now as like their excuse. It's like, well, I can get drunk on two bottles of wine just as easily as I can get drunk on one, like one bottle of liquor. I mean, really, what's the, what's the, at the end of the day, what's the difference? So, like, that's what bugs me. It's like, well, why is there that extra level of regulation just because it's liquor? Right. Like, you're, you're much more educated than I am. It just doesn't, for me, who's not educated in it, it just doesn't <laughs> seem right that there's so much control over these, just even, even the whole, like, dry county thing. It like, goes back to our separation, separation it goes back to Puritan society. And the thing about spirits is that spirits has a higher concentration of alcohol, and that's why it is it is more highly regulated. Right. But, yeah, what, but, but you can what, buy a thousand you, beers, right? You can get just as effed up on any of it. It's just the num- the amount of consumption. You're not drinking it straight, brother. Not drinking it straight. Right. Jack Daniels, the biggest whiskey distributor in the world, sits in a dry county. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yep. it does not make sense. <laughs> paradox, right? But 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 dry counties are totally different. I mean that, that's voted on, right? So if no, you, I, I guess if, I guess so, if you want to live in a community without booze, you move to a dry county, and and if you live in a community that votes that and wants to be a dry county, you don't believe in it. I mean you have that choice to live there, right? I mean, hey, again, Gavin, I mean it does really, make it does make sense, right? Because it does, it's being produced someplace in the Bible Belt, Kentucky, right? Yep. Where the, the, their local legislatures, right, just like you're saying, have said locally, we don't want alcohol. We want a dry county. So that's exactly what has happened there. The, is- the, the democratic process has, t- has taken over. It's just... But you know yeah. damn right they all like to drink. And, and anybody they, that wants liars. to drink goes somewhere else they're to liars. drink it anyways. Yeah. It's stupid. At this point in time, in this society, it's just stupid. It doesn't. Do me a favor. 
Grab your bottled and bond, JTS Brown, and take a look at the back. Do you have a label that says this? Hold on. So while he's grabbing that, I may not be 100% accurate on the mash bill. Okay. And I will tell you why in a, in a moment. You know, right. I was reading about... What about it, Tim? So it says distilled by Heaven Hill Distillery, DSPKY number one, correct? Yep. yep. But then does it say bottled by JTS Brown, Distillery KY31? Yeah. So what we know is Heaven Hill makes a juice. So maybe they make a special juice for these guys. But I, I, I may be wrong I on the mash bill. I bet you if you go through all the different ones that Heaven Hill puts out, that you'll see that DSP number, both of those numbers on different Heaven Hill bottles. I bet they own both. Okay. That's my guess, Tim. And you see one's in Louisville, one's in Bardstown. <laughs> yeah, so that that's not relevant either, right? The big, the big distillery is in Bardstown. Any final thoughts on JTS Brown before I stop record? Just chill. If it's brown, flush it down. If yeah. it's JTS brown, drink J it. JTS bottled and bond is uh, is JTS brown. Shoved a wonderful throat. bargain, right? For the price you pay. The so the bunghole is, is it weighted by price? Well, see, it's that's all? the hard thing, right? Because you got to look at, you know, so it's it's a solid bourbon, right? And it, it may not be a three bunghole bourbon. It may be a two and a half. But it's it's solid, but the price makes it a three because what can you get for that price? Right. Or a six out of ten is what you're saying. Yeah, like a six out of ten. Yeah. yeah sure. Oh, absolutely. With the price, you're saying. With the yeah. Price. yeah, with the yeah. price. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it, you can't it, argue that too much. If it's price weighted, yeah. So so if it's if we're if if we're yeah, on you, price weighted scale to me. Like an like early times bottle and bond is like a nine out of ten, and I put this JTS brown at like an eight out of ten if we're price weighting it, right? Right. But if it's not, I think it's a solid four. But again, a four out of ten for the price is insane. I mean, it's yeah. it's right up there with the with the the good stuff that I put in that five six range. I mean, um, honestly, it's better than like just buying regular Jim Beam. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. Like it blows that out of the water. I'm just that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Is it? It's definitely in the next tier of bourbon. Yeah. It's 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 definitely above bottom shelf. And even though you can find it on the bottom shelf, it's definitely better than bottom shelf bourbon. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you heard, kindly take the time to rate and review our show wherever you're listening. It will help us grow and make more episodes. Remember to follow us on Spotify and tell your friends about the Bourbon Library. Do you have a bourbon you think we should try? Let us know and we might just feature it on a future episode. And we'll be sure to give you a shout out. If you're listening from Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, turn on those notifications so you know when we drop a new episode. All right, bourbon lovers. Until next time. To drink is to live.